0: Hello, my name is Holly McDonald, and welcome to today's Costa Mesa pod. Today I am joined by Rob Ariano, and we are going to talk about the lifestyle and businesses that make Costa Mesa so unique and such a great place to live, so welcome, Rob.
1: Well, uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Holly.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you. Why don't you introduce the restaurant that you own that's a hot spot in Costa Mesa, if I do say so myself.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, we've had um, a lot of success with the launch of the restaurant and uh, it's been very well received by the community. We opened in the fall of 2018. Um, We're going on four years here in this fall, so we're very excited about that. Uh, Survived a pandemic and then some and um, we couldn't be happier with, um, you know, with the community and, uh, you know, how, how everything is going at this point.
0: Alright, so why don't you tell our viewers and listeners the name of your restaurant just so we make sure to have it all covered as well as the type of food that you guys serve.
1: Uh, of course. Uh, it's Descanso Restaurant. And um, if uh, you're not familiar with the translation of the, of the name, uh, Descanso is to rest um, and an appropriate term um, and name of the restaurant because we really, truly feel that when you come in, you're in our hands. You, you know, we want you to kick back, relax and, and, and essentially rest and, and let us do everything and, um, you know, give you that full service experience.
0: That's really cool that there is such a translation for that because I do think that a lot of times when people go out to a restaurant, that is what they're looking for. They don't want to cook. They want to be served. They want good food or good drinks or what have you. Um, so what led to you opening the restaurant here in Costa Mesa?
1: Well, um, what led to the restaurant in Costa Mesa or opening of the restaurant period? Or should I more or less?
0: Uh... We can do both. Go ahead.
1: So. Well, um, I've been in the hospitality industry a long time, and I was fortunate enough to be part of an entertainment group, a restaurant and entertainment group that owned um, some nightlife venues as well as uh, bars, restaurants here in Costa Mesa. And At the time, I was living in Irvine, and I absolutely fell in love with Costa Mesa. just everything from you know, you know the the eclectic culture, uh, the art and music scene um, the uh, the culinary scene i mean I believe. You know we have some of the uh, most uh, michelin star rated restaurants um in orange county and you know it's, it's got a real um uh you know uh, energy to it that uh, that really drew me in and um and not just with the establishments in the business but also the people and um you know the type of uh community oriented people that are here in, in, in costa mesa um, and with that said so i did operate some other venues um, working for this particular group um, so I really did get the feel of you know, uh, of, of or- Costa Mesa clientele and 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 really what you know they um uh looked for in dining and dining experiences and restaurants and felt it was a great fit for Disconso in that it was a very new concept, it has a very unique dining style that's never been done before, which is our plancha dining experience. It's not entirely uh, um. The, uh, a plancha dining experience at our restaurant. We do have standard dining and other types of dining experiences, but it was a very new experience, and I really wanted to bring it into a forward-thinking community that that was really open and inviting to um, to, to new types of experiences, cuisines, and and um, you know, not just looking for sort of cookie-cutter um, uh, chain restaurants and, and things of that nature. I really wanted to bring something new, and uh, Costa Mesa was just right in line with that.
0: Yeah, can you explain a little bit more about like the unique? Dining experience that you do offer, because I, I think that's
1: worth hitting on a little bit more. Uh, yeah, of course. So it is. Um, so, essentially, I I grew up in in uh, Chula Vista just as a young child, and uh, my family's um, Mexican, and well, half my family, my father's side. My mother's side is German. Um, and so, but I, I grew up in our Mexican culture and we spent a lot of time south of the border and traveling to the ends of Mexico all throughout Baja and mainland Mexico. Uh, and, and, you know, my, my dad's forte was really finding some of the best street food you could imagine. So I was always inspired by the street food elements in Mexico and just, uh, you know, the beautiful food that was created. Um, whether it was a stand or a cart or uh, you know some type of um, you know, uh, ad hoc street fair or whatever the case may be, and uh, really fell in love with the experience it wasn 't just about the food, it was about everything you know the, the sounds, the music, the interactions with the chefs and um, you know the flavors and uh, of course, and um, I really wanted to bring that into a full service restaurant and so um, uh, it 's essentially what we did, so uh, we bring in. Um, that interaction with the, the street side chef and um, and our plancha tables and, and basically the setup is um, an inter- interactive, table where there's a plancha grill which plancha means a flat iron um and they the chef cooks right in front of you our planchetto chefs and they create a multi-course meal right in front of you they interact with you tell you about the food what they're cooking why we use certain ingredients um, and uh, add in other little anecdotes of you know the origins of our food we concentrate a lot of our flavors and inspiration from the central west portion of mexico um, which is somewhat unique to Southern California Mexican cuisine, uh, as a lot of that is, is, is a lot of like uh, Baja, Northern Baja um, type cuisine. And so, um, you know, it's a very particular region in terms of our inspiration. And then um, we also have a taco bar, which is more of a a la carte, uh, informal version of the plancha room where you can kind of order what you'd like. Um, off of our menu and then uh, of course we do have standard dining options in our outdoor bar um, because of course Mexican food is not the same without you know margarita and tequila concoctions so uh, it's very important for us that you know everything's made fresh we don't believe in can openers you know everything is uh, all our sauces everything's made in-house and uh, and that's also the case with our cocktails as well.
0: Oh, okay. That's awesome. So I know I've been in your restaurant and seen some of the amazing cocktails that you have. And also on your Instagram, it's very photogenic. Um, You've got some amazing photos of food and drinks. And I think, um, you know, food and drinks is something that it does photograph really well. And so I think when people are scrolling through and they see that it catches their eye and probably gets them excited to come on by and check out what you guys have to offer. So um, with your chefs, do you have many chefs that are there? Like how do, how does it work where they're,
1: you know, servicing each table? Do you have a lot of chefs? Um, you know, we kind of time it to where we don't need that many chefs. You know, they they you know, on a busy night we'll have two and they alternate between tables. So as you're sitting getting appetizers, they're they're, you know, finishing up the table before them and, and so on and so forth. So it's very strategically timed um in terms of that service element so they're they're sort of constantly at tables you know once they're done with one they're going to a next one and and um so we're not servicing everybody at the same time so we don't need um uh, a ton of chefs to be able to do that so uh, such a dance
0: like the the restaurant industry i i worked in it a little bit when i was younger it is there are no breaks like it's constant so i'm sure you guys Really hard, long hours to keep your restaurant going. Um, now, when we talk about Costa Mesa, and I know we were chatting about this a little bit before, but you guys are located on um, Adams, so right on the correct, kind of yeah. on the border of Mesa Verde area. And at that particular area, there are there are a lot of restaurants that have gone in recently. There's a lot of new shops that have come over. There's some um, older standalones and also um, you know little chain restaurants too but i think that there's probably and you can answer this better than i can but i think there's probably a good vibe and synergy from having some newer establishments around you that are also kind of catering towards the same audience because then you know an interested group that's out one night might walk by your restaurant and say hey that place looks cool i want to check this one out next time we go out so do you kind of get a lot of foot traffic from that
1: Absolutely, and I've always, being in this industry a long time, I've always had the philosophy that your neighbors are not your competitors. Um, they add, like you said, to the synergy of the of the location. I strongly believe that you know people want to not only you know go to a particular restaurant; they want to go to an area where there's options and choices. And so, um, it's really important that um, that you know the, the the spaces around you are also lively and draw in audiences. And we do share from each other because you're absolutely right. Maybe one's overbooked and. Uh, or, or or booked up and the other, uh, you know, has overflow or, um, you know, you come once, you see the other restaurant and you come back for the, so yeah, there's there's definitely a lot to that, uh, which is why so many people want to be in really busy centers, you know, it's because everyone's sort of, um, you know, uh, drawing in for each other and, and, and marketing for each other. So it definitely helps a lot when you have, you know, uh, successful businesses around you or restaurants that help draw in the dining crowd.
0: Sure. So what would you say is kind of the general, um, like crowd that you guys get? Um, Are you getting like a lot of younger people? Are you getting families? Are you, tell me a little bit more about the type of crowd that you guys draw from.
1: Um, We get a good mix. Um, If I really were to narrow down um, our typical audience, um, you know, I'd say, you know, we do very well attracting you know, those um, that, uh, you know, that, you know, we do we do attract a lot of foodies, a lot of uh, kind of more discerned diners that are looking for unique dining options. Uh, we tend not to get too young, you know, it's more of the uh, 30, 40, 50 somethings. Uh, we get a lot of families. We, we do cater to children, and having cooks cook in front of your kid um, keeps them entertained, and people don't realize that. Uh, you don't have to shove an iPad in front of them when uh, when you're dining because the cook's doing it for you. I mean, he's he's playing with fire at the grill. And, you know, so it's always something that the kids get really excited about as well.
0: Yeah. And I think you guys have done some like events and that type of thing, too, or like live um, entertainment. Is that right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We bring in live music. Actually, we have live music. Every week, uh, Wednesday night uh, for Saturday and Sunday brunch, and then we do it on sun- Saturday nights. Um, again, I really try to recreate sort of that street scene vibe that I've seen in various cities throughout Mexico. So bringing in the music, Latin f- flair music, um, the environment, the lighting, you know, we do very big celebrations for birthdays, we have this song we play, and um, we run sparklers and, um, you know, it's it's, it's very um, energetic and um, really like to keep that that environment, um, you know, similar to those the street vibe experiences.
0: Sure. And so, I mean, I know your restaurant obviously serves drinks. I know it's not like a super late night spot, but how late are you guys open generally?
1: Um, during the week, we'll do our last seating at nine o'clock. Um, and, um, you know, so we'll serve them until, you know, uh, uh, you know, people are done, but, um, on the weekends, Friday and Saturday, we'll, we'll last seat at 1030. So we don't stop serving at 1030. We just, that's our last seating. And then, um, you know, however long that goes, but you know, the area we're in is not a terribly late neighborhood. Um, you know, so around 10, 1030, it starts to, it starts to, to thin out pretty well
0: yeah no that's really cool so i think that um you know your restaurant really like you were saying earlier it does attract a lot of people that are open to who like unique dining experience a little bit more of an experimental feel if you will and because you're bringing something unique to the table literally um it really does have a good spot being located here at costa mesa i mean from my perspective costa mesa is very much a, a melting pot and it has um, Agreed. Yeah. It's very open to different styles and it appreciates kind of the different and the unique. Um, is that kind of your feel for it as well?
1: Absolutely. And yeah, that was definitely one of the things that, that drew me to the city um, because of, uh, you know, of, of that factor. You know, there's there's a lot of different cultures. There's a lot of different um uh, elements within the city that, you know, really kind of bring this natural kind of variety. And, and so it, it was important to me to have a, like I said, a more like forward thinking type mm-hmm. audience, you know, um, you know, cause we're, we're, are pushing the envelope on some items and, you know, we, we want people to experience, you know, new things and new flavors. So, um, yeah. in the case, Costa Mesa has been very, um, uh you know great at, at at receiving you know that just because of the 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 sort of culture that exists in Costa Mesa that it is this kind of melting pot and um uh, you know people are open to to different elements about oh, that so
0: you live in Costa Mesa right
1: i do yeah so about 7 8 years ago um i moved my family from uh irvine to costa mesa and because uh everything I explained and, and love about the city, uh, you know, has so much um, to offer. And, um, uh, you know, we really wanted to raise our kids here. So um, we made that move. I'd worked here prior to that, but um, r- really wanted to dive in um, head first and, you know, get our kids in the school district and sports and all the activities and everything else that we do within the city. Yeah, no, that's
0: that's so cool. And I think I'm sure, you know, obviously it's an easier commute when you live nearby, but also I think it helps you to have a better understanding of, uh, your clientele and what they're looking for. And obviously, you know, it helps to spread the word. I, I know you guys do a great job promoting on social media. Um, do you find that you do get a decent amount of exposure and business from that?
1: Um, yeah, I always feel that social media doesn't always get you new customers unless you're, Using outside elements or, or paying for ads, it, but it does keep your current customers informed and, and you know keeps them interested and you know it's a great way to sort of communicate with our customer base on specials and different things we have going on you know throughout the week because we do different things on different nights we have Wine Wednesday, Taqueto Tuesday, I mentioned brunch and some other stuff so it's a great way to inform our, our customer base um you know and and so but don't get me wrong it definitely has its advertising benefits and you know we we like to build our social media presence because that only you know adds to the eyes and ears that I get to uh see what we got going on
0: sure and so uh, for everybody out there where can they follow you on instagram
1: so our instagram handle is Descanso Restaurant or at Descanso Restaurant. um same with our um our uh, Facebook handle and Twitter is eat at Descanso um, and um, our website, com. You can find direct links to our social media pages as well.
0: Awesome. So I guess the last thing I want to say before we wrap up is that obviously, you know, we are in Southern California and, and Costa Mesa alone. There's, there's probably over 50 Mexican restaurants or small shops or whatnot. So What do you think is like your pitch for what really makes you guys stand out if somebody is looking to go uh get a you know mexican treat
1: (laughs) yeah um that's a great question i actually um you know one of the misconceptions of mexican food is that it's all the same and another big misconception of mexican food that you know it's its best factor is that it's, you know, inexpensive. And I'm not saying that to sort of set up our restaurant. I'm saying that is there's all types of uh, Mexican restaurant. If you travel through Mexico, I mean, there's everything from, you know, street side, uh, um, street tacos to, you know, some of the most gourmet restaurants on this planet. And some of our most, you know, uh, distant uh, or just accomplished Michelin star chefs are, are you know, are, are spread throughout Mexico. And uh, there's a lot of different types of cuisine. So, um, you know, and I love them all, uh, you know, any, 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 from, uh, you know, whether it's, Super Pollo or, um, you know, um, you know, some of the, the smaller taco shops um, throughout Costa Mesa to some of the higher end stuff like um, like our restaurant or, or Taco Maria. I mean, um, for, for us, I really think what's unique about us not only is our interactive experience with our chefs. I think that's the most unique thing we bring to the table that really no other restaurant does. Um, In the in the way that we do it, you know, having chefs um, at your table and cooking for you, Um, but we also bring a a, and we're very dedicated to the particular region of Mexican uh, food uh, uh, food inspiration um, that we bring to the restaurant. Being at that central west coast, the state of Michoacan, Um, and so you're going to get you know slightly different flavors and. We really pride ourselves in cooking naturally, so we don't cook with gluten um, in our sauces or any lard-based, um, you know, additives uh, for flavoring. We try to flavor with natural ingredients, um, and uh, like I said, everything's fresh and um, and uh, you know, uh, hand-selected ingredients prepared daily so that you know we can get the most out of the uh, um, the flavors that we do use. So um, I think I'd say that would be the mix
0: I think a lot of people in our area um do appreciate that and you know we certainly have a lot of restaurants that pride themselves on being more natural and more locally sourced and I, I do think that that's something that a lot of people in our area care about so that's really cool to know about as well um overall thank you so much for sharing some information about Disconso um I hope the people get out there and check out your unique dining experience sometime soon and some of your entertainment and you know actually it's It's good for me to know too, I've been there before, but I wasn't thinking about it from the perspective of being a parent and I've got little ones and we're always trying to figure out ways to like distract them at the table. So I think having this (laughs) stuff right there, that's a selling feature for me too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It definitely works. My friends tell me all the time.
0: Well, thank you again and um, we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right, appreciate it, Holly. Thank you.
0: Bye, thank you.